Welcome to the Realizing Genius Podcast. I'm your host, Heidi Christensen. This is where we dive in each week to chat about parenting, education, and realizing our children's genius. I'm an educator with a background in individualizing learning, and I'm obsessed with helping people find and nurture that genius in their children and themselves. Let's dive in. Hi, geniuses. Yesterday, my son and I went to a TED Talk near our home. It was actually a TEDx Talk, which is an independently sponsored community-run TED Talk. And I was thinking about all of the different people who spoke and the topics that they chose. And it was interesting how all of them kind of revolved around the idea of taking risks. As parents, it seems like a lot of our job is to keep our kids safe and to make sure that they don't take too many risks. I mean, the classic line of don't jump off the bridge just because your friends are doing it type of thing. But are we doing our kids a disservice by trying to keep them safe? Are we keeping them too safe by not encouraging them and teaching them to take risks effectively? The TEDx talk I went to occurred, well, it's the end of September in 2023. So I don't know when you're listening to that. And it was in Temecula, California. So you can go on the TED website or just YouTube and find the people that I'm going to be referencing and their presentation if you'd like to find more information. The first speaker, Ita Malhatra, talked about how her parents encouraged her to get a safe and secure job because as immigrants to this country, they wanted her to have that security and safety that they had fought literally very hard to get for her. And so she was given three uh, options for life from her family. And that was doctor, lawyer, engineer. And she recalled how she was excited about graduating from medical school, not just to have it done, but also now she was free to do her own thing because she had satisfied the requirements of her parents. One of the things I loved about her talk was how she talked about an inner knowing and following that inner knowing and how important it was to follow your curiosity. She ended up at one point actually leaving her, her medical practice and becoming a professional pro photographer and traveling the world. And it was incredible that she was able to take that risk. And she talked about taking that risk and how being able to take that risk, you know, she eventually came back to her medical practice, but with fresh eyes. And through the experience of being a professional photographer, she was able to bring these fresh eyes back to her medical practice and include things in it that made her different and made her grow. And helped people even more. And from that, she was able to take risks. And, you know, and another opportunity was presented to her. And 
she was able to incorporate everything that she had learned so far and apply it to a new position that was even more fulfilling than everything else she had done. Isn't that really what we want our kids to do? We, I mean, we don't want them to, we want them to have security and, and safety and everything, but being able to follow that, that inner voice, that, that direction of knowing, you know, okay, there's more to it, you know, and pushing yourselves. I just really loved that, that message from her talk. There was also a, a guy that spoke that was amazing. His name was Taylor Cole. Taylor is a competitive skydiver with a U.S. parachute team. And I mean, talk about taking risks. So many risks that he took in his life. He's also is a chief technology officer for, for the Navy and does so many other things. But one thing that he found is that he literally thinks differently. He had a medical crew actually study him to try and figure out how he thought. And through that, he found that he had a learning disability. I mean, he had all of these things that he had accomplished in his life, but he didn't realize that he had accomplished them, even though he had this learning disability. But when he found this learning disability, he was able to take that and he designed this transformative experience that helps autistic kids and their communication. It's just amazing all of the things that he had done because he was able to take risks and all of the risks that he took just from his life in you know, things that he was interested in with the with the parachuting and skydiving and all of that. He was a literal risk taker, actually, much to his parents' chagrin from his from his <laughs> TED talk that he gave. He was constantly talking about how his parents were like, oh, you know, maybe not quite so many risks. But through those risks and pushing through these different challenges that he had, and even those that he didn't know he had, you know, until he knew. And then once he knew that he had these challenges, taking that and then pushing him further to help other people. I mean, I just, it was, it was beautiful. I loved it. But I think my favorite presentation was by Connie Stouffer. And it's funny because my, my son and I were sitting there and he was going through and he's like, okay, I'm not sure if I'm going to like this one or this one. This guy looks interesting and everything. And Connie's, Connie is a economic development coalition executive director. And she was one that, you know, my son was like, well, I don't know about, about this one. It just didn't seem like it would be interesting, but she was definitely both of our favorites. And her thing was all about finding where you belong and taking risks and not leaving things left undone. I, I have to admit that one of the things that really pulled me into her presentation was how she compared the happiest countries on earth and all of that data. I, I don't know if you've seen it before, but it's out there, you know, it's, I guess Norway is one of the happiest, happiest countries. And, you know, as this 
you know, data geek. If you're involved in economics, you have to be a data geek and, or data nerd. I don't know what the difference is between geek and nerd, but whatever. But she she just really gets into that type of thing. And so she started trying to see the differences or the similarities between the happiest countries in the world. There's another organization that rates different countries on different things. And three of the things that they rate them on is individualism, risk avoidance, and indulgences. And she found that the happiest countries were really high in individualism, high in indulgences, and the people there were not afraid to take risks. Let me go over those a little bit more as I understand them, because this is all just, you know, me talking about this, but individualism, it seemed to me like she was talking about how you had to be self-reliant. You had to not be afraid of being yourself and kind of having your own mind and the happiest countries on earth. The people there were very much individuals. They weren't afraid to basically do their own thing and follow their dreams. And that's kind of what indulgences meant too, is that they were willing to uh, take the risk of doing what they needed to do, what they wanted to do. And in some ways that can be seen as, as very indulgent because you are doing you know, unlike what parents were saying is that, you know, you have to do what, what I tell you to do. And, and she found that that did not lead her to, you know, the happiest thing. And she, but she did it because that was her parents and, and she wanted to do that, but she eventually indulged herself by going off and being a photographer, a a wedding photographer, in fact, and she was really good at it, but that could be categorized as an indulgence. Connie Stouffer, in her story, she was talking about how she and her husband spent a year traveling New Zealand in a van. I mean, talk about indulgent, but that is, it was just an amazing experience. That was a huge risk of, you know, being able to just spend that time, they had a certain amount of money, they had to go buy a van, live off of that money for the year, and then have enough money to get back to the United States and, you know, start their lives. And, you know, so that's kind of what indulgence means and how I I took it to mean. This is definitely some information, some research that I want to find and dig deeper into because I just felt it was so interesting. But the whole risk avoidance thing, I mean, avoiding risks that will hurt you and teaching our kids how to differentiate between the risks that will hurt you and those that won't. So being a skydiver, yeah, if my kid wants to be a skydiver, it's like, okay, well, you want to be a skydiver, then let's get you some lessons. Let's find a mentor. Let's you know, if you're going to take a risk, like jumping out of a plane, you got to have the parachute to go with it. So helping them find the safe ways to take risks. It's important to do because when you are able to take those risks, that's when you get that personal growth. I mean, you find those learning opportunities. Taking risks is all about 
pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone. And when you're outside of your comfort zone, that's when you're in a growth zone. That's when you're in a place where you can be more than who you were before. Your comfort zone is a great place to be, but it's not where growth happens. And we want our kids to be able to, to grow throughout their lives, not just in school. Too often people, you know, they get through school, they get through college, and then they get into their career. And then they just like on this never ending escalator, you know, of, okay, do this next, take this next step, but it's very limiting, where if you are comfortable getting out of your comfort zone, you can constantly be growing and learning and doing more. And in that way, being able to help other people more as well. In order to do this, though, you really have to be resilient. Being resilient is something that was another thing Connie talked about in her talk. She talked about how when she was growing up, she would join every single club in school and including something like basketball. And evidently she was like one of the shortest kids in, in school, but she went out for the basketball team it just because she craved that, that belonging to these different groups. And she found that by doing that, by putting herself out there continually, it built resilience because she was turned down a lot. She didn't make the basketball team. And when it came time for her to do something that was really outside her comfort zone, I guess there was a model UN that she was invited to be in. And it was very scary for her, very outside her comfort zone. And she made it. She was actually invited by one of her teachers. And she was able to face that uncertainty and take that giant leap out of her comfort zone and take that risk and successfully participate in that. She also talked a lot about how important it was to make sure that things were not left undone. She knows that she really would have regretted if she hadn't taken that leap and, and taken part of that Model UN when she was in school partly because she did have an opportunity, a huge opportunity that she didn't take part in because of a lack of resources. And she still to this day regrets not doing that. And I know all of us have these different things that have come up in our lives where we regret things either that we did or that we didn't do. And I think that it's really important that we teach our kids to not get stuck in that comfort zone so that they can get into that growth zone and take the opportunities. It, it is something that, you know, when we encourage our kids to get into that growth zone and they are successful, it's a huge confidence boost. Sometimes it needs to be a little step outside of our comfort zone in order to have that success that can then build on it. I know a lot of times when I'm teaching, in fact, when I'm teaching teachers, when I'm teaching parents to teach uh, classes and things like that in homeschool communities, I talk to them about how, you know, these different activities that they can do with their classes can be like these hooks, these hooks that you grab onto and you know, okay, I did this so I can do that. <laughs> I know one big hook that I look back on in my life was 
this, this is kind of a funny story, but I was in a historic costume class for my bachelor's degree and I created a Japanese kimono. I mean, the whole thing, the under kimono, the, the outer one, you know, all of the stuff that goes with it. And I couldn't put it on myself, but I had to give a presentation. And so I had my roommates dress me, help me get dressed, including the the pillow in the back. And I mean, I could barely walk because it was so constricting. This was definitely not a, a running outfit. And I had to get in my little VW bug and drive to school and then try and find a parking place. And of course, there were no parking places anywhere close. So I had to park way out in the boonies and walk through campus dressed in a kimono. Talk about embarrassing, but I had to do it. I mean, this was one of my favorite classes. I was really excited about what I was going to be sharing with my class. And I'm like, I'm just going to do this. I'm going to take the risk of people laughing at me, people looking at me and talking about me. Who is that girl? What is she doing? And anyway, I, I took that risk. And whenever I have a thing where it's like, oh, what are people going to think of me? And it's like, you know, Heidi, you walked through the entire campus in a kimono when you were in school. You can do this nobody's going to be looking at you more than they looked at you then. And that's a hook that I have. That was a risk that I took that enabled me to, you know, still enables me. It's still something that I can grab onto and pull myself up and allow for more growth. So providing those opportunities for taking risks. I mean, that was a safe risk. Yeah, there was no physical harm at risk in that scenario at all. It was just definitely something that was kind of embarrassing. But when I actually got into the classroom and did my presentation, it was extremely well received. I got an A and I, I think I I think my my teacher was even more apt to give me an A because I was willing to take that risk and embarrass myself by walking through through campus because she knew how important it was to me to deliver this information in a way that was engaging. I could have had a, a poster or something, uh, or could have just shown it in a different way. I chose to do it in a way that put myself at risk a little bit. But when we're talking about teaching our kids how to safely take risks, it's also important to think about like the age appropriate boundaries because the risks a 17 year old will take to get them out of their comfort zone will be very different than what a seven year old would take. But as, at seven years old, just maybe getting on a new bike is a risk that really puts them out of their comfort zone. Where at 17, it's going out, you know, and finding a job. I mean, that is a, a huge huge thing that's out of their comfort zone and taking risks, but also 17 year olds, there's so many risks involved, what they can see as risks in that they are going to become adults and they have all of these decisions to make. And at 17, it's important that they are willing to take those risks. And sometimes the really hard ones 
because those can really set them up for the future. But the important thing also to realize is that you can take risks at every point in your life. There's probably risks that as parents, you'd like to take. Maybe going back to school, changing careers, restarting a career after you've taken time off to raise and homeschool your kids. There's so many different things that can push us out of our comfort zone. And as parents, one of the biggest things that we can do to help our kids do it is to be willing to take risks ourselves and communicate to our kids, share with our kids, take our kids along that journey and talk to them about, you know, yeah, this is really scary. This is something that makes me really uncomfortable, but I'm doing it anyway. And I hope that eventually you will too. One of the things that I love about these TED Talks is that all of these people that are willing to basically step onto that red dot, that red circle of rug <laughs> carpet, they're putting themselves out there. They're taking a huge risk. They're talking about their lives in a way that is is very vulnerable and, and but they are doing it because they are willing to share ideas that matter and they want to make a difference and to be honest that's a risk someday i want to take i would love to be able to do a ted talk and that's that's in my plans so hey if anybody has done a ted talk that's listened to this reach out to me at, at info at realizinggenius.com. I'd love to talk to you, maybe even have you on the podcast. Thanks. Have a great week. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of the Realizing Genius podcast. Head over to realizinggenius.com forward slash podcast for all the show notes and links and to share your ideas of anyone you would like to have me interview. Have a wonderful week realizing your genius.